Hi, this is Nancy Darling. Welcome to the One Step to Life podcast, talk and tales for folks living with chronic pain and those who love them. Today's episode is Supporting Parents of Teens and Children in Pain by Nancy Darling. First published March 20th, 2021. How does the One Step to Life app help you help your child? I'm writing a book called The Midnight Library by Matt Haig. It's a fantasy, a parable really, about regret and depression and building a better life. Sounds odd for a book I picked because it was billed as a feel-good novel about a life well lived, doesn't it? Did I mention that the main character's cat dies in chapter 2 and she commits suicide by page 24? She gets better. But it is, in fact, a book about choices and how the choices we make are what builds a life worth living. Pills, Pains, and Problems I've started to get into the funny and uplifting part of the book. I just highlighted the quote, Never underestimate the big importance of small things. It reminded me of the One Step to Life app. When my son was very, very ill, his pain consumed me. Getting him to school in the morning could take hours, if he made it at all. Every time I looked at him, the first thing I checked was his pain level. Even though I didn't ask, I knew that asking about pain made it worse. I would look at his eyes and his shoulders and the set of his mouth and rate it. How was he? My next thought was of pills. Had he taken them? Had I filled the pill box? What if he'd skipped? Next on my mental checklist was homework. If he was functional, was it done? If he wasn't, what would happen if... That mental checklist defined my relationship with my son. And although I loved him and he loved me, and although everything I was doing was trying to help and support him and get him better, what I was doing was a disservice to us both. Becoming a better coach. The One Step to Life app grew out of two core parts of my life. First was my experience as the mother of an adolescent in profound pain. Second was my experience as a developmental psychologist, adolescent specialist, and parenting researcher. I knew in the developmental psychologist part of my scientific brain what kinds of behaviors supported strong relationships between parents and kids. And I also knew I wasn't doing them. First, I should be doing more listening and less nagging. Kids talk when parents listen because it builds trust and they are willing to open up and be vulnerable when they don't feel judged. Second, I needed to balance challenge and support, demonstrating my unconditional, absolute love while showing I loved and believed in him by helping him to do his best. Most importantly, I needed to build a relationship with him that let me see him as a whole real kid more than his illness, and to help him see me as a mom and not a nag and not a nurse, because I really like him. His jokes, his obsession with tea, his kind of ridiculously involved invention of gaming worlds and characters, and I think he kind of likes me too. We had lost a lot of our relationship as mother and son to caregiving. Recording and Remembering When I designed One Step to Life, I began with what I knew about the psychology of reward and behavior change, particularly for teenagers. The guts of One Step to Life is logging. I have always liked checklists. 
Um, I do bullet journaling to organize my days. I logged all my food and my fitness pal for years to help maintain my weight. I've been logging my son's pain and triggers for years by the time I began developing One Step to Life. What I find useful about logging is that it not only records what I have done, past tense, it reminds me of what I should do, future tense. In other words, it brings my focus to where I want it to be and it changes my behavior. So where does one step to life bring your focus in caregiver mode? First, on emotions. The first part of the daily log for caregivers asks you to think about your child's or partner's or friend's emotional well-being. Are they happy? What are their positive and negative mood states? For most of us, that's the bottom line. So that's where we start. If you're not happy, things need to change. Second, compliments. Next, we check in on compliments. Why? Because compliments are what psychologists call positive reinforcers, like giving a puppy a treat. Compliments and other rewards are important because they increase the likelihood the behavior that was rewarded will be repeated. So complimenting on looking good or making an effort increases the likelihood you'll see that behavior again. Three, empowering. Many people who live with chronic conditions say that the worst part is that they lose control over their own lives. And one of the most important things I needed reminding of was to let my son do for himself. I wanted so much to support him that it was really easy to do too much for him and take control out of his hands. It happened in lots of little ways, like bringing meals to him, even when he was well enough to get them himself. Now, why is bringing him meals in his room harmful? I certainly did it to be nice. Well, it's harmful in lots of ways, all of them small. First, he wound up eating alone most of the time. It reduced his exercise, even by the small effort of making it to the kitchen. It reduced his efficacy and choice. I put up food on his plate. He didn't get to choose how much he wanted or whether the ketchup or the mustard was a better bet than the burger. It didn't challenge him to up his coping skills because there were days when eating with us was hard for him with his pain but it was manageable. Most importantly, it told him subtly that I didn't think he could do it himself. Now, there were absolutely some days he needed that much support, but most days he did not. By doing too much, I undermined his autonomy. So, we have a section in caregiver mode for you to log actions that are empowering letting them do things on their own, reminding them of tasks instead of taking up the slack yourself, asking for help, expecting them to do chores and care for themselves, and thanking them when they help us. That's that reward again. Four, challenge. If not stepping in too fast is one part of helping people grow, pushing them a little bit out of their comfort zone is another. Part of effective coaching is making sure people try to do a little more than they're doing right now, doing their best, focusing on effort, not perfection, fitting their schedule in with the rest of the families and eating healthy. Five, building relationships. Challenge and support complement one another. The One Step to Life Caregiver Log 
builds in reminders for supportive behavior. The kinds of things that I forgot about when I, all I was thinking about when I looked at my son was pain and pills. The One Step to Life app uses logging to remind you to talk about what your day was like and to ask your child about the things they've done. It prompts you to listen and ask what they need, encourage them to stay engaged and on track. It reminds you to say you love them and are proud of them. Six, self-care. Finally, One Step to Life reminds you, the caregiver, to take care of yourself. You have to take care of yourself so you can take care of others. The importance of small things. Lives are made up of moments. We make progress by building many small actions into our days that move us towards the goals we hope to achieve. That's the reason that our app is called One Step to Life. Rebuilding a good life, one filled with happiness and autonomy and caring for others and strong relationships starts with small, consistent steps taking us towards that goal. Caregiver mode, which is unique to One Step to Life, is designed to help parents and other caregivers build daily habits into their routines that make them more effective coaches. Please check out the One Step to Life app. One Step to Life is the only app that focuses on building a positive emotional life and improving function, and the only app that has a mode specifically for parents, partners, and other caregivers to help you coach effectively. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast and check out our website at onesteptolife.com. That's number one, step number two, life.com. I also invite you to look at our app. You can find us on the App Store or on Google Play. Thanks for listening. Bye.